Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of your Ultimate Life. This is episode 803, and I call this Corona Learnings Part 2. And as you know from watching some of the other ones earlier, I just got over the coronavirus. I'm still getting over it. It's funny. It is different than any other respiratory uh, thing that I've ever had. If you've had it, you already know. Uh, It snuck up. The very first symptoms were very mild. I thought maybe I had a little bit of a cold. My throat never got sore, et cetera, et cetera. I had a little bit of a tiny bit of a fever on one day and nothing serious. And then it's got this long tail where I'm still um, really um, exhausted easily. Don't have a lot of stamina yet. But anyway, that's fine. Nearly done. And I did an episode a couple of uh, episodes ago about Corona learnings, things that I learned from having it. The most fun thing is, gee, I avoided it for three and a half years and now it's my turn. So here we are. So there's nothing really physical about this except that it's lasting for three or four weeks. Uh, I've still got a cough sometimes. I don't even know for sure that that's corona-related, I like to assume, because that's the last thing I had. But anyway, here's some more things that I learned that caused me to reflect. Now, everything that happens, so this is a thing that happened to me, and nothing happens to us, it all happens for us. So I tend to go at everything with the idea of what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? What is this going to teach me? And how can I be better? And, you know, you might think that's a silly way to approach things. Like, why would you do that? Why don't you just complain or fight it or be angry or whatever? And it's just a choice. I've made a choice personally to never allow, never, and that would be never. Gee, it's hard to say never. And if I fail, I'll unfail, but never is what I'm aiming at. Never get excited. Never get angry. Not excited. I love being excited, happy, but never get angry or frustrated at things that happen. Uh, I have a good friend, Chris Doris, who, Christopher Doris, who wrote a book called uh, 52 Mental Toughness Mantras, and I love that book. One of, you know, I recommend it if you're looking for, he, he's a mental toughness coach, and he works with athletes and salespeople and sales teams and other things to get them toughened up to the real challenges of growth. Here's the secret. If you're going to do anything uh, that is worthwhile, it's difficult. And the more powerful and worthwhile it is, the more difficult it usually is. And the huge part of the difficulty is the story we have. Two stories primarily. One is things shouldn't be hard. Why is this hard? That's like Johnny Depp and Pirates asking, why is the rum gone? Things are hard in life. They have lots of those. They're difficult. They're not easy. I was on a panel this morning as the third day of a summit that I was on, and one of the fellows on there was answering a question, and we had turns as speakers to go around and answer questions that had come from attendees, and it was kind of fun. 
he said, you know, he was thinking about stuff that he had to do to build his coaching practice. He's a coach like I am. And he made a list of things. And then he went and did them. And he talked about, you know, people coming up to him and saying, wow, I wish I had your confidence. And he, he laughed. He said, I didn't have any confidence. I was just doing it because I knew those were the things I needed to do. It wasn't because I was confident at all. I just decided to do it. So there is one learning that being patient with uh, coronavirus taught me, that this unexpected illness taught me, that any unexpected thing teaches, anything that's worth doing is likely going to have some parts at least that are difficult. There's going to be parts of it that might feel drudgery or uh, unattractive, or you might fail. In fact, you're probably going to fail if the thing you're trying to do is very hard. It doesn't matter. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Another uh, beautiful moment on this call that we had this morning, there were like 16 people on it or 17, 18, was uh, one woman was talking about her own challenges, getting clients, and talked about the fear of vulnerability. The fear of vulnerability. Well, I was a little bit afraid when I found out I had COVID to tell anybody. I don't know why. It's been three and a half years and I never got it. But anyway, her, her feeling was so sincere and everyone on the call resonated with that. I have a name for that. W-I-T-O-T. The Wittot fungus. W-I-T-O-T. Wittot. And it kills more people than COVID ever will. And it stands for what I think others think. We have this story that it's going to kill us or something worse if other people think badly of us. We don't want them to think bad things. In fact, on the opposite end, we want to impress them. We want to, them to say good things, either because we want people to like us, or if you're looking for clients, you want people to sign up and pay you. And so your thoughts and your energy are spent manipulating that outcome. That can, carries poison energy. So here's the first or that's the second thing, right? Or this is the second thing. Everything is created. So thing number one is if you're trying to do something important or something that you really want, it's very likely going to have at least parts that are difficult. There's parts that are going to, that are going to scare you, okay? Now, that leads on to the next thing that I want to talk about, which is that everything is created. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. There's a coaching system called the three principles, and it has consciousness, I mean, mind, consciousness, thought. The originator called it divine mind, divine consciousness, and divine thought. The one we're primarily going to talk about is the third one, thought. Mind is the God, the universal energy that fills the universe. Consciousness is the ability that we have to be aware of ourselves and aware of our surroundings. Thought creates everything else. Every single thing I experience is because of my thinking. Okay, and that might be a slap in the face. But if someone says something and I am mad at them, the mad at them comes because of what I'm thinking about what they said. Okay, every experience comes because of our thinking. Even if I put my hand under water and the water's hot, my skin sends a signal up to my uh, brain and my brain thinks I will get burned. 
Therefore, I yank my hand back, and that all happens in a flash. But it's because of the thinking. Nothing comes into you except it goes through your thinking. Your thinking. And the more you believe something, the more powerful the thinking. So I started with this part two. Uh, Everything is created. Part one was things that you're trying to do that are um, worthwhile usually have one or more parts that are difficult. Number two, every single thing is created. Even that very sentence, everything that's worthwhile is hard, that is created. It's created from a thought that I had that it's very likely that there will be difficult things in almost every situation. Let's dig into that a little bit more because just because there's something difficult doesn't mean I don't like it. It doesn't mean that I can't do it. It doesn't mean any of that. Difficult is simply an expression. Maybe it's because I don't know how, or I have to try hard, or I have to sweat, or I have to try multiple times, and therefore it is difficult. But that's not a bad thing. So the fact that things are difficult, we know there's phrases like no pain, no gain, and we can argue about those all day, but it means challenging our limits is what causes growth. When I become aware that every single thing that comes into my consciousness is as a result of my thinking, if it has any power in me, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying I open my eyes, I see the sun, and I created the sun because I thought about it. I didn't create the sun because I thought about it. I did create my experience of the sun. Oh, that's bright. Can you close the window? Or, oh, it's going to be hot today. Or, oh, it's a good thing the sun's out. It's been raining for two days. All of those experiences of the event itself are my creation. The difficulty comes when we believe that our experience is the only one that's possible is the logical one, is the obvious one. Well, it may be for us, but if two people are sitting right together, it is guaranteed they'll see a movie differently, they'll see an accident differently, they'll believe something different about winning the lottery or uh, breaking a leg or anything. The, The impact of any event is my creation and your creation. The event itself created exactly nothing. It simply happened. And the impact of that event, my emotion, my happiness, my sadness, getting angry, blaming, ignoring, all of that is my creation. It's really important to understand that. Now, how it applies to Corona Volume 2 is this. When I first tested positive and the home test said, you know, showed up red, I had opportunity there to create all kinds of thinking. Oh, no, I finally got it. Uh, could have thought, oh, no, I have super damaged lungs from dying five years ago. And if you haven't read about that, I wrote a book called Meeting God at the Door, Conversations, Choices, and Commitments of a Near-Death Experience, which was I got a super bug and my heart stopped. I died in the ICU. <clears throat> and so my lungs, I was in a coma for two and a half weeks, 17 days, I think, and it just absolutely trashed. My lungs, some of the doctors there, infectious disease specialists, said it was the worst case of pneumonia he'd ever seen. And, you know, no surprise, that's why I flatlined. 
So when I even think about lung problems, it's like, ah. So when I tested positive for corona, I thought, okay, ventilator, here I come as a possibility, right? So my reaction came from my choice to say that. Now, I didn't stay there more than three seconds because I know this, because of the work that I've done and do every day. I'm going to create a positive story just because I said so, just because I want to live in a positive, creative space. I mentioned Chris's book earlier. One of the things he talks about often is that low-grade thinking or interpretations of events that are worrisome, angering, fearful, all those things, it makes us stupid. It means that we lose access to our creativity and our compassion. It literally shuts down the creative centers of the brain and the the coolness that we have up here shuts it down. When we interpret things as fearful or angry, we're angry about them or at people and stuff like that, it puts us in a low-grade state, low-grade vibrational state, if you want to do woo-woo speak. But the answer is it's true. It does shut down your creativity. It limits your range of possibilities, and it does all kinds of stuff for you or to you because you've chosen a low-grade interpretation of reality. On the other hand, if you can stay curious, so let's let's just take a moment and think about staying curious. I wonder what I can make out of this. Now, it's easy to say, well, you can pretend, but that's not realistic. Well, remember the story of the pile of horse poop. One kid you know, talked about poop, and the other kid dove in because he was sure that there was a pony in there. That is all a question of a choice of how to interpret things. So my corona learning is I choose once again, only 100% of the time, to ask what is the gift here? What is the positive interpretation? Now let's pretend for a moment, maybe it's not pretend, let's talk about your business. Or if you have a job, let's talk about your position at work. Is your business going like you want it to? I don't know. Is your work situation like you want? Are you happy with the work? And are you making enough money? And you're, you have time to have the rest of the activities in your life. In other words, are your, is your money generating uh, the arm of your life working smoothly? I have the chance often to talk to entrepreneurs people that have started either a side hustle or a main hustle, and that's a business. Often their mood, their feeling, their stance toward life is directly related to their sales that day, week, month. Sales aren't good. Frustration, maybe fear, etc., etc. Well, when did frustration and fear ever sell any product? When did frustration and fear ever deliver a better keynote address or deliver a better coaching session or do anything that really is going to contribute to your business? So here's the, the thing to think about. Every single thing that happens around you and around me, it just is. It's raining. It's not raining. Somebody uh, scratched my car. I got in a wreck. I caught COVID. Fill in the blank for you. Somebody stole your bicycle, you know, whatever it is. Those are just events. 
Now, what was reinforced by this little illness was the truth that I have power to create my life no matter what's going on around me. So I got ill. I chose to look for the gift. I chose to believe. And, you know, I went aggressively treated, went to the doctor and said, what have you got? And I had some stuff. So I didn't ignore it. But I chose to believe that this was no big deal. I chose to have it not be in the way of anything. It's not going to stop me from anything. I'm going to do what I need to do. Now, I didn't go somewhere and infect people. I was quite mindful of that, you know, protecting others because I wish whoever I got it from had done the same. So I was doing that in a careful way. But the stories I created around that was this is a positive thing. I knew I was going to get it sometime. What's the gift here? Sure, I'm glad I got those vaccines because now the symptoms are super mild. So that was the story I created around COVID. I couldn't wait till it was down, gone, and it is, you know, 90% now, I think. Joy asks me every morning, so where are you? 80%, 70%? And it's just a rough estimate of being in good health. And, you know, I'm 80, maybe 85%. The only time I notice anything is when I go both flights of stairs from the basement studios where I am now, main floor, top floor, up to our bedroom and run up those stairs. Yeah, then I got to huff and puff a bit. So here's your invitation that I'm sharing from my musings while I was ill. What are the stories you're creating? I said I wanted to talk about your business. Are you ripping it up? Is it successful? Are you planning product launches and getting clients, whether it's selling insurance or coaching or getting people into your pool supply store? Are you creating business like you want? If the answer is yes, fabulous. The question is, what is the story that you have about that? If the answer is no, it's the same question. What is the story about that? Now, if you want to change something, I'll give you the billion-dollar question to ask yourself. If sales are slumping, for whatever reason, here's the question. Who do I have to be to get my sales up 20% in the next two weeks? And then take some thought and answer that question. Because there is a reality, talk about parallel universes here, there is a reality where you can do this. You can be the person and take the actions that are necessary to get your revenue up 20% in two weeks. Now, I made both those numbers up. It can be whatever time period and whatever is necessary. And if, if you say, who do I have to be to make a billion dollars in one minute? Well, the answer is magic. Okay. And I'm not going to take time on this podcast to talk about that kind of goal. But you know what's interesting? I would guess 99%, in fact, even higher than that, of people when I ask them about their goals, what do you want? The things that they say are always reasonable. Well, I want to do this. You know, I want to create this much business. I want to work this many less hours. I'd like to create the same income I am with 10 less hours a week. I'd like to get about 40% more income. And I want to figure out how to do it without working myself to death. All those are very reasonable goals. The next step is to ask the question, what is your story about that? Is that going to be hard? Is that easy? And it is so revealing to listen 
to the stories that people have about whether or not it's hard. I tried this and this and didn't work. I don't know. Or, well, you're my coach. Let's talk and see what we can come up with. The energy of positive possibility is a thousand times more creative and productive than the energy of despair or the energy of resignation, rotten resignation, right? Oh, it's always like this. Summer's always slow. Fall is always bad. Kids go back to school and, you know, fill in the blank, right? So encouragement and positivity are another learning. I felt every day I do, I do my morning ritual, whether I stayed in bed or not, and doing the morning ritual allowed me to create positive vibes, positive feelings. It helped me feel better physically. It certainly elevated my spirit and mood. And you know what? What I noticed is on at least two of the days, as I lay in bed extra long and wasn't asleep, my mind was just thinking about different things, after I'd done my morning rituals, <clears throat> I got creative ideas. I would not have been able to get those create creative ideas if I'd been frustrated or negative. How come this is lasting so long? It's going to put me behind on this, that, and the other. I'm never going to get this song done I'm working on. And by the way, that's real. I just finished the vocals last night. All the vocals, lead, melody, harmony, everything. And now I'm ready to mix this song. I am so excited. It's called I Will Hold Your Heart. I can't wait to share it with you. So here's the last piece that I want to talk about. Okay, stories are created. We talked about that and all the rest. I want to talk about growth. Growth is the natural order of things. Now, I'm not talking about growing virus, okay? But growth is the natural order of things. Things are always growing or decaying, and the decay just makes way for new growth. Trees age and dying, back in the soil, plants, all that kind of stuff. So let's talk about your growth. I asked you a minute ago if your business is running like you want. Is your life running like you want? I don't know. When was the last time you really stopped and sat with yourself to list the things that are going really good for you and to list the areas that you want to make improvement? We, we are creatures of growth. So there's almost always, I will say always, things that we would like to do more of or be better at. That's not the same as, oh, I got to have more money, I got to have more money. The, the sort of yearning in a wistful way that feels like defeat is poison. If you look at your balance sheet or your sales and your obligations and things and say, I'd like to get my sales up 20% or I, wanna, I need another couple of clients or whatever it is you want to say. But how you think about that is the key to its success. Now, growth is glorious. Growth is glorious. Whether you have the seasons change and you have beautiful flowers or the seasons change like we are now and we're going into fall. Fall officially starts, I think today's the 17th as I record this and it'll be next week sometime that it's out. But fall 
means it's getting cold and it's going to be one more cold winter. And I view that as growth. I have got some business goals. We're going to do a certain amount of growth during this winter so that next summer we're ready to move to Vancouver Island. But my attitude about the growth today is I know there's a way we can do this and we're going to create that. My attitude about growth used to be this is too friggin' hard. I have no breaks. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And one of frustration. And from that place, I was never able to generate the kind of momentum. Sometimes I would create results, but it wasn't fun and it was a lot of labor. And so your mindset, your attitude toward your growth and your opportunities is the most important piece of it. Now, let's look at your sales projections. I asked if your business was going okay. So let's stick with business. But the same questions are appropriate for your life and for your health and for your relationship and, you know, your relationship with the divine and everything else. But let's talk about money. If you look at your business right now and you think between now and Christmas, what are you seeing? Are you happy with the trajectory? Are you happy with the income that's coming in, with the expenses? Are are you... If you look at it as a business person, are you happy? I saw something really disturbing the other day, and I don't know if it's true or not, but it was an interesting anecdote, and it said 95% of businesses don't reach their goals. And then the line under it said, and the biggest reason is because they don't have any. What's really sad is that you, me, either one of us have a business, and just keep doing stuff hoping that it all works out. You can track your growth, and that tracking keeps us motivated. You track the growth of a tree by the tree rings, fat rings for a lot of water years and skinny rings for, you know, years of drought and so forth. But your your growth, when you track it, you can tell but you, what, what you measure improves. My wife and I, she's my business partner, you know, we were just looking at our YouTube channel. And I saw a trend that I really liked. And I said, well, what did we do there to cause that particular motion on the graph? And we talked about it and so forth. So your willingness to set goals and plan will allow you to create the kind of growth you're looking for. Are you satisfied with your life, with your growth, with the direction you're going? If you're not, what's in the way? Really? What's in the way? My experience teaches that when I either do this or you, if you start blaming external things, you're missing the real cause. Because you and I, we each get to create our life one experience at a time. One thought at a time. Back to where we were in the starting. The thinking that we have is the only thing that defines our experience. I'd like you to take a, take a few minutes and think about that. And think about it every day. Where are you thinking yourself into trouble? Where are you thinking yourself into sadness or depression or frustration? It's not necessary. Now, the last thing I want to do is I want to issue the standard inv- a standard invitation that I'm issuing all the time. My mission in life is to help you succeed. My mission is to help you get the money you want, create the business you want, live the life you want. 
Why? Because I have that. And I want you to have it too. I live what I call the ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. And the way I get joy, not my wife's joy, the way I get happiness is by helping as many people as I can build their dreams. Overcome the obstacles. Now, it's interesting that most of the obstacles are things we created. Like we started with, everything is created. I create concrete barriers in my mind. I create reasons it won't work. My work, the obstacle obliteration business, anxiety annihilation business, blind spot protection service, the people encouragement business. Those four, it's four of about a dozen names I have that are a little whimsical, but they're really true. You can have the success you want. The question that matters is, are you willing to walk the road that goes there? If it's a big goal, the road will contain rough spots. Those are growth opportunities. Every pothole and every boulder is an opportunity for me or you to grow. My attitude determines my ability to overcome it. It also determines how fast and how well I learn the lessons that are available. My commitment is to help 50 million of you to get to your goals, to live that ultimate life, purpose, prosperity, and joy, and to have huge success. That's all I do. I write books, I write songs, I coach, I speak at conferences, I do this podcast and everything. Now, here's one more invitation. If you have a story you'd like to tell, I want to know. If you have a story you would like to share about your own growth, your own transformation, overcoming some obstacle, your version of success. Some people call it the hero's journey. It doesn't have to be quite that dramatic. But you know what? We always downplay that, and it always is dramatic. I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you. Because part of my helping you is to spread your message. Yes, I'm here to spread your message. If you've got something you'd like to share, I want to know about it. I know that as you or I or both of us lean in, be patient, quit creating drama around the events of life, it becomes so easy, so desirable, and so fun. Create your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on the